Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> Is it cake? Did you see no, that? No, fuck that shit. <laughs> Is it cake? I fucking hate that. Is it cake? Seems like such a waste of Is resources. Is it cake? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's an Air Jordan. It, no, it really is a shoe. <laughs> well, it's the way how there's perfectly good stuff on that stage, and he'll cut into the real stuff with a knife, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't know. Got approved. It's not cake, I guess. Like you're saying, the waste. And who's the host of that? It's somebody. He's on SNL. I can't remember that guy's name. That's right. I he never hasn't like, embedded himself in my brain yet. Yeah, I do like the skits that I see, though, that he's most of them. Yeah, he's great. He's good. I like this Saturday Night Live cast. Or maybe not this one, but this one hasn't fully grown on me yet. I feel like Keenan is just going to wait it out until Saturday Night Live is over. Right. I mean, that's where he was headed all along. It was meant to be. Yeah. I watched uh, War of the Worlds, started that on MGM+. Plus. Oh. Uh... With Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Byrne. You showed me a preview for that. It's good. What's it on? MGM Plus. Damn it. It's weird. I think the first, maybe the first season might be free on so Amazon. weird with the teasing and but, the free first I mean, seasons. I got it for those two shows, basically. I got it for From. Mm -hmm. I stayed for War of the Worlds. The overlap on the movies with Amazon, it's like too many things. It's also just cheap. So if you want to get it for two series, that's what you should do. And it's got a bunch of random movies. MGM put out a lot of movies, you know? They just haven't gotten them all back from all the places they rented they them to. out. <laughs> They're in a rebuilding season. Yeah, it's one of those. You know, a streaming platform comes out and they like they don't have their shit yet. Like, it's all everywhere. Disney is still getting things back. They'll be getting it back forever. Yeah. Because who knows what kind of contracts were signed on I everything. saw something recently that blew my mind. I was like, oh shit, they didn't have that. Oh, I wish I could remember. It blew my mind, though. I was like, wow, yeah, Disney. But we know that if MGM Plus fails, mm -hmm. all the series on there or whatever they're just gonna go to amazon because amazon owns mgm oh, big old bite yeah it's all a fucking lie oh got a bunch of different kind of candy to sell <laughs> Want some candy little boy uh, oh you don't like that well we have this over here it's called a channel <laughs> fuckers original content but uh, most notably i watched the northman Oh, with the blonde guy. <laughs> the Skarsgård, yes. Yes. The, he's the a, Alexander. The creeper in uh, Big Little Eyes. Was it Big Little Eyes? No, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that teeny bopper show, isn't it? No, Big Little Lies, the HBO one. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, you were thinking of Pretty Little Liars? <laughs> yes, that's it. I got it right. He's not the bad guy in Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Northman, though. And Anna Taylor-Joy. Isn't it uh, Anya Taylor Joy? Anya. She's also in it. Nicole Kidman. Mm -hmm. uh, Ethan Hawke. The Hawkster. Ethan Hawke is a king. He did a good job, too. I've also started it and I felt tired, so I had to hit stop because I want to watch it. Robert Eggers. The Witch and The Lighthouse. Same director. Okay. Who, The Lighthouse? It's long. <laughs> it's long. It's, it's like two, two and change. I need to give The Witch another shot. You never finished The Witch? No, I mean, I've watched it. Oh. I just need to watch it again. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I liked it a lot. 
I was a bit off. It spooked me, man. I saw it in the theater, and I was creeped the fuck out. It's better than it comes at night. Yeah, it was all right. Middle no. of the road. No. The Northman, though. It's uh, better than most of Ridley Scott's movies lately. <laughs> You're like, eh, yeah, because it felt like a Ridley Scott movie, you know? It felt like something Ridley Scott would make, but a little more fucked up. Okay. I've been looking at it for a while. I just have to do it. It's a little slow, but it struck me as very fucking uh, like Dark Souls, the okay. movie, you know? Maybe that's not even right. It had a fantasy aspect to it mm-hmm. that was done really well. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it if you watch it, but it was enjoyable. You might you're, It's going to take you two to three sittings to finish that movie if you really want to do it. You think? I don't know. It's a, Is it over it's three? It's a, a Robert Eggers movie. It's really slow burn, but a lot happens at the same time. And the shit, when it hits, it's hard. It hits hard. <laughs> it's fucking brutal, dude. Dominique Swain and girl, I got fucked. You bring up Dominique Swain more than anything. No one fucking knows who that is. Dominique Swain. If you know who Dominique Swain is, enough for Frank to reference it at least six times a year. Hey, man, face off. <laughs> <laughs> Just write in at uh, Last Video Store Clerks at <laughs> P.O. Box 441, New York, New York. Eight six seven five three zero nine. No COD. <laughs> <laughs> um, you watch anything else? Any new shows? No. Uh, now I started rewatching The Good Place. Wait, because oh, it's so good. Uh, Olympia did it. I didn't. I've seen episodes. Me should. It goes down fast. Wait, The Good Place. A good. Place? Yes, it's the Parks and Rec creator. It's what? Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Okay. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. And I'm only dancing. <laughs> uh, I did a. It was really random. I watched The Kingdom, Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. And so, again, and this happened to me last week. Was that the second time you've watched that? Like, The Kingdom? I watched it here and there. You know, it's a good cast. I mean, I'm not, not you know. It's just one of the, I, I don't it's know. It's not one it I would rewatch. It's like the Robin Hood movie also with Jamie Foxx. Probably won't rewatch that. I never watched that. Meh. <laughs> but okay. Well, so viewers might also watch Jarhead popped up. And I was like, it's been You're old. just old movieing, aren't you? I'm old movie. Two weeks in a row, old movieing. Well, life has been busy. It picked up. So, you know, I, I tend to pick up on the new stuff when I have time to really like enjoy something and want to watch it. You have all these statutes of limitation on when I you do. can enjoy things. Like I said, there's a whole setting, dude. You there's can enjoy an things at any moment. No, there's an atmosphere that has to be created. No. It's do you just... get completely naked when you jerk off? <laughs> well, no. No, that this is an apt metaphor. Don't shake your head. But no, the comparison to the movie watching. Whoa, it's at the bottom. Does that always do that? Don't change the subject. Do you jerk off completely no. naked? And with movies, I do like to watch them in the dark. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like no reflections from behind that will hit the screen. Like no light from behind that will cause a reflection on the screen. I can't have a glow. No orbs of any color. Do you light candles when you masturbate? And stuff no. Like that? There's not a ceremony for that. There's not like a ritual. Well, then why can't you just fucking watch a new movie? There's a ritual for movies, man. Sometimes the best movies come out of fucking nowhere. Well, you know, it's like somebody wants to talk about movies. I might not be able to get balls deep in everything. But it's like if I watch a movie, I want to... You don't have to get balls deep in everything. But you can get more done if you don't put limitations on how you feel when you go into something. The amount of focus that I put into a movie when I watch it it's deep you like put your nose against the tv only at the beginning i put my nose <laughs> to it and then i i take three paces straight back and then i get on my knees do a little bit of a thing you know 
get back up nose bump one more time and then i can sit down and watch it with the candles and my stones <laughs> are you uh, describing watching a movie or beating off i can't figure it out i don't know i was checking out some stuff that alanis morissette posted online and she was talking about spirituality and the stones and i was like you know i could really use some good <laughs> some good vibes while i'm checking out these flicks so yeah i get in this old mode but then what got i go from these two like war conflict movies terrorism to uh gangs of new york martin scorsese smaller scale martin scorsese just a neighborhood there were movies that came out late 90s early 2000s that were so they felt so real at the time or you know just dark or that one kind of looks like it's on a film set now now when you watch gangs of new york different feeling mm -hmm. and some of it's like man i remember this being so much more hardcore but it doesn't hit the same did it feel like the three musketeers movie from the 90s <laughs> was charlie sheen in that Kiefer. I think Charlie Sheen might have been in that. I think he was with Kiefer and Chris O'Donnell. Was that it? There was one more. There was who was kind of, because it's the three Musketeers, but then there was... Yeah, D'Artagnan. There you go. Yeah. Fuck. Not my jam. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but also, I've played some Diablo 4 here and there, so it wasn't just movies. I went ahead and got a new game, so... Do you get completely naked when you play Diablo? So... I put my nose to the screen. I make sure my headset's tight, but in this restricting manner. <laughs> um, people are like, why don't you go wireless? And I'm like, I like the cable. You know, I've got some lights under the desk. I want to watch some new movies, though. It's time. Like Northman, man, I should just really check that out. Yeah, just go for it. I know. Amazon. The time that I could that I spent watching Gangs in New York, I could have watched like two new movies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> John C. Riley forgot for a second i was like oh yeah <laughs> as soon as you said that i just thought of him on tim and eric oh yeah <laughs> drink the wine <laughs> you're supposed to spread it out oh man yeah no nah, I, I need to watch more new shit yeah so um so this episode we're once again doing <laughs> random movies off hulu that random. we've never heard of before but Look enticing because why keep Hulu around if you can't provide me with movies I've never heard of before? That's what I really want out of a streaming service. And Hulu is what is it, sixteen bucks if you don't have commercials in yeah, general. Maybe even like seventeen ninety nine, but we like I said, the bundle. So it's a little more than that for Disney Plus. Yeah, and you start adding channels. They have great original content, but if you've gone through all of it and they're not producing it fast enough, so many fucking apps. <laughs> through other apps what frustrates me is the other one that's uh because we have showtime through hulu so like i said that's going to be like a big yeah, you push constantly for me. think that things that are on showtime are just on hulu because you'll tell me about it and i'll be like yeah it clicks not instantly but it eventually clicks but the thing is is that i think it's peacock or paramount also pushes showtime like heavy i, I don't know what it is yeah because I, I think you get showtime for free if you have paramount why I don't know. Someone told me that. But why would if you don't get it for free, why would it think you why would it like think that? Why would that be a thing? Why would what think that? What? Like the program, man. What are you talking about? AI? <laughs> no, you're not gonna <laughs> confuse me. You just wandered into nonsense. <laughs> don't try to pass this no, off on me. Why would the app sorry, I just I was <laughs> it was too hard not to fuck with. But why would the app think you have it for free? Isn't that what you said? No. Oh, not at all. That's where the I said that you like. can get you get Showtime for free if you have fucking Paramount, and you do have Paramount, and you also have Showtime through Hulu. No, no, no. But maybe it's the level. No, and I want to say it's Peacock, but you definitely don't get it for free just because you have the one. It's Paramount. 
Is it Paramount? Yeah. So see, okay, those Paramount and Peacock we use through two different people. Oh, and so I you're know a that... thief and a liar. <laughs> no, they gave <laughs> like other people I know. And you're mean to your family. They gave us their email and passwords, so we have access, and they're not haters like Netflix. Um, but no, man, when I look <laughs> on the app, that's not because Showtime is through Hulu for us. Whichever one it is, whenever I see the Showtime movies, there's a lock on it, like it's telling me I don't have it. That's what I'm telling you. Which yeah, one but that was what I was complaining about probably last time. Was that I don't even know what the fuck is on your service anymore. If you're trying to trick me because, into clicking on something that I don't have. Yeah, yeah. But that, uh, whichever one it is, I'm, I, I, they make it a little obvious. There's an icon. There's definitely an icon on the image. You know, like on the. I canceled Showtime when Yellow Jackets ended because <sighs> I have too many fucking streaming services. Quit bringing it up because I still haven't watched it and I feel bad. Okay, Christina Ricci. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll be back for Becky, unless it goes somewhere else. Give me that Becky. But yeah, we're justifying Hulu once again, and we have picked this time false positive. <laughs> this was the biggest budget thing, I think, on our list of things to watch on Hulu that we randomly found. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, dude. I mean, you've got 007, Broad City, and Book of Kevin. But I think you said it last time. Almost looks like a Lifetime movie with all these people in it. The previews that I saw, because it since it is like a Hulu original, do they even say it? Or it, exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, samesies. The, the trailers and just the cover. And even if you just look it up in the screen, it looks like a Lifetime movie with a budget. And as I've mentioned before plenty of times, I will watch a Lifetime movie from time to time. The cheesy just mush of whatever, it, you know, like you see <laughs> the, all the Candace Cameron of it. Oh, my God, man. And then, yeah. And again, let me just push. If you can ever find the one with Rob Lowe, watch it. Anyway, I think I put it in the queue. I was just kind of waiting for a good time. So when you brought it up, I was like, man, I'm on. I'm on board with this. Let's give it a go. It's such a weird thing to stumble upon with the amount of people that were in this movie. Justin Thoreau, I've, I've shared air with him. So, um, you know, there's always that connection. So you're kind of in this movie, too. I, You know, yeah. He's breathed your air. Uh, yeah. Uh, You've breathed his. And you touch the tips of your pieces <laughs> together. The, the light. The light that arose from the event is indescribable. <laughs> yeah, and Pierce Brosnan, like, random. What was the movie where he was like an assassin? Was it The Matador or something like that? That's a t-shirt right there. When he walks out in the fucking hotel lobby with those briefs and like the fucking like boots on. Oh, and he gets hit by the lime. <laughs> and that old lady runs by and she's like, it was a run by fruiting. <laughs> Stop it. I see what you did there. Um, but yes, that's what I'm saying. Pierce Brosnan, Dante's Peak. This guy is gold. <laughs> like Pierce Brosnan is like, why not? You know what I mean? He's like a successful Hugh Grant. But, you know, like I said, so I've shared air. You've got the multi-talent. <clears throat> but, I mean, really great ensemble. Uh, didn't know quite what to expect. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe they could use clips from this movie to promote birth control tests. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not sure I like this movie very much <laughs> either. <laughs> I really, I kind of fucking hated it. 
this uh like there were some things i liked about it but like i could not i could not as a whole be like this was great (laughs) (laughs) this was i have no idea where this went (laughs) like there were too many things in this movie i mean i guess you could say why not what was the nurse's name was her name dawn or grace who's grace (laughs) <laughs> why don't you try to read the summary now grace singleton oh that was grace i thought the nurse was grace okay lucy and her husband adrian have been trying to conceive for two years they decide to seek the help of fertility doctor and adrian's former teacher dr john hindle using a technique he invented dr hindle inseminates lucy and she becomes pregnant with triplets a set of twin boys and a girl that was a you didn't see that coming right in the movie i was like oh well that's unexpected yeah, like I thought it was going to kind of be they tell her she's pregnant, but she isn't or something like that. Yeah, um, or I'd watched that documentary on Netflix, Our Father, the fertility doctor who was, you know, implanting his seed in everyone. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like what's good? You know, like, is this like a, is it going to be sci fi? Is it going to be horror or is this just straight like drama thriller suspense? You know, they left it kind of open. And that's tr- a nice way to say that. <laughs> that's a nice way to say it i feel like this was somebody making it like a jackson pollock <laughs> painting of like what they wanted to say well you know speaking of jackson pollock when he drops his sample the doc's like it. that's 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 good stuff or some shit like that right that's the good stuff <laughs> that is what he said and you know it's just the whole thing you know and i'll get back to it you break this first part down the fertility doctor is not just a like a doctor friend of his but it's his former teacher, and I love the dialogue that's going on during all the exam work. It's just like, yeah, just he's in his wife, and he's right there just talking to his homie. Just having a convo. Yeah, like, no biggie. The way he takes such pride in lubing up the tool. It's like he has the same pattern each time. <laughs> Kelly was like, <laughs> so uncomfortable the whole time. No, uh, yeah, man, I mean, just there's got to be the female perspective on this. Hindle suggests a selective reduction. Either the twins or the female should be terminated to ensure a healthy pregnancy. And after some resistance from Adrian, the couple decide to keep the girl and plan to name her Wendy. It's something that she's kind of seen in her vision. It's, it's so- she keeps having Peter Pan things. Yeah, it's she's drawn to this idea of having a daughter and naming her Wendy. A um, little more to that later. However, during this procedure, Lucy hears fragments of Adrian and Hindle talking about her. And afterwards, she experiences excessive bleeding from her uterus, which Hindle dismisses as totally normal. Was a lot of blood, though. Paranoia seeps into Lucy's consciousness, giving her nightmares and a growing mistrust of Dr. Hindle as well as Adrian. She becomes fascinated with local Manhattan midwife Grace Singleton, who emphasizes natural birth and rejecting the Western male idea that pregnancy is an illness that requires treating. When it showed that sequence, it's one of those things that's like, did this movie just switch gears? It had a different... Yeah, there was like so much Rosemary's Baby in this movie. Mm-hmm. To the point where like the baby in Rosemary's Baby is named Adrian. <sighs> did not... Wow. Now, I only know that because I've read the book recently. I always think about the baby bird. Anyway. <laughs> Hindle blames the paranoia on antenatal depression and prescribes her medication. The women in her support group of expecting mothers call it mommy brain. Just all nonchalant and shit. But when Lucy finds a file on her pregnancy proving she is part of an experiment, Lucy becomes certain something sinister has been done to her unborn daughter, Wendy. False Positive premiered at Tribeca Film Festival June 18th in 2021 after being acquired by Hulu as an exclusive. It was directed by John Lee, who wrote the screenplay with Ilana Glazier. The film stars Ilana Glazier as Lucy Martin, Justin Theroux as Adrian Martin, Pierce Brosnan as John Hindle. Pure magic. Pure magic gold. Anything (laughs) he touches turns to gold. (laughs) 
<laughs> Zanab Ja as Grace Singleton, Gretchen Mole as Nurse Dawn, Betty Page. Do you remember that movie? No, I didn't see Betty, <laughs> it was a Betty Page. Movie. Oh, the HBO one. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. And That's Sophia funny. Bush as Corgan, Lucy's friend from the Expecting Mothers group. Originally, the story was conceived by Lee and the author Alyssa Nutting, who <laughs> all of her all of her work is is like this. this. Movie's about fertility, and you straight up said conceived by Nutting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now I have to read it again. I'm sorry. You gotta wait for somebody at home to be like. I'd never be a doctor. Who wrote the books Tampa and Made for Love, the latter of which was turned into an HBO series. False Positive holds a 47% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 4.7, which, if you didn't know, is 47% on IMDb. <laughs> and I would say, uh, yeah, agreed. Yeah. I agree um, with all of that. I don't know why. People rated it, but I know why I would rate it that. I'm not disappointed I watched it. I'm not. It Neither am I, necessarily. I would never tell anyone to watch this movie. Unless you want to see Alana Glazer's boobs, which I did. Well, I mean, they were very good about masking the actual... <laughs> masking the boobs? Yeah, did you notice, like, even in the top, they were just the hair placement? I mean, because did they ever really show, like, full... Yeah, on. when they were having like weird pregnant rough, rough sex. That was full. Maybe. Yeah, it was full like See, um it was like laid down booby, you know. The fall. It's all good. It's the best time of the year. <laughs> Conceiving nutting. <laughs> <laughs> um nah man, this shit again, going into it, the lifetime movie thing, don't want to mention it too many times, but you know, you felt is this gonna be like that, but with a cast, which happens from time to time? You know, Halle Berry makes a ton of those movies. This, it was, okay. I don't know where to begin. I just don't, okay, here. So the foreshadowing in the beginning was weird. By the end of the movie, I really thought it was weird. Mm -hmm. Because it shows her all covered in blood, but it was like cheap foreshadowing. Like they were like, we promise something's mm -hmm. gonna happen. Yeah, well, and just the overall, I understand what you're saying. I felt the same thing. Because that's, at first I thought, is this a preview for another movie? And there were times throughout the movie where I didn't understand whether or not she was the hero or not. Was she actually crazy, in a sense? Yeah, but they did it in such a weird way, where I was like, I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to feel bad for you. Like, you're doing kind of fucked up shit, too, mm -hmm. you know? The whole thing with the midwife really weirded me out. The midwife with soul? Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But then later you see the midwife and she's not like she like even like calls her out for being like, I'm not this like spiritual like African with this super cultural representation of my heritage. Yeah, she called her. She said, I'm not a, a mystical negress. Yes. Oh, but that's when she's the real her. Yeah. And so like that for sure was like maybe she's not or she's. Is she for sure nuts there? Mm -hmm. There was too much like doubting where I was like, I kind of didn't like that they made you question whether it was really happening to her or not. That's where I don't think it like parallels Rosemary's Baby. Mm. You know, I don't think it was as tastefully done. What gets since we were on Grace Singleton, might as well go there now. So during the first session, I guess, is or when she's reading up on her is when the bombs get dropped about, like, you know, white males deciding these things. You know, women did this for thousands of years without this. Why do we need this? And, you know, who made this the standard? Why does the government have a say in it? I'm like, ooh, like, okay. But I'm like, so, because like I said, I'd seen our father. Real life scenario where a doctor's implanting his seed in 
unsuspecting women. Um, this scenario, you know, at this point in the movie, you're not sure what's going on with the doctor, but already something is off with 007. Not shooting blanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but with the doctor, when they start going into that deep scene, you're like, okay, are we doing the Lifetime movie with drama? Are we doing a horror movie where there's going to be like a spiritual thing? Or um, are we dealing with a mind wash, make her look like she's crazy so we can take the kids situation? Sorry, movie's not coming to mind. But you know what I mean. Like, let's, Yeah, yeah. I get you, what you're saying. You know, um, the movies were like the woman who's not wealthy marries the wealthy guy. Then he like makes her look crazy to take the kid and run away with somebody else. Something like that. Yeah, I didn't know where exactly it was going. Because then I get that everyone was supposed to seem suspect, but to also make her suspect in that, mm -hmm. is she crazy or not? Like, it felt counterproductive to the the many points that they tried to make throughout the movie all of which are good points it just seems weird to make all of them and then like you know we're let's just really jump around because they even threw in there that he was inseminating people with his own sperm and then the husband was on board with this her husband was on board with that yeah so again you know just to simplify for this is a couple trying to get pregnant the husband's a doctor. She's a successful advertising marketing person. I think she was like a PR yeah, marketing copywriter marketing PR or, something. or something. Yeah. And by the way, her coworkers were very understanding about her pregnancy up what? until they like took her off the project. Or up whatever. until they took her off the project, but just they were so understanding in such a modern workplace. Yeah, sure, we'll give you this big account. Yeah. You, you take it. They'll feel. They'll. I'm sure they'll give it to you if you're pregnant. Yeah. It's like you hungry. I'll order. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a lot of stuff. And then, like, for that to come back around and her get, like, basically taken off the thing and flip out. You're yeah. like, well, am I supposed to think she's crazy and nothing bad is happening? Or are you genuinely trying to make points about how this is, I, I feel like these things are fucked up? Yeah, I'm not saying the main plot got off. I'm just saying they went in several different directions. And sometimes that would be good, but I don't feel like it was with this. No, because there's the the American Psycho thing. Like, did it happen? What happened? Did any none of it happened? You know, you can talk. You, I don't want to get into it, but you know, even even if you read what the author has to say about it, what everybody's own interpretation of is it, and then you're like, oh, maybe. You know, you start kind of you go too far down the rabbit hole. This, like I said, because there were scenes. That would have come out of some very dark horror movies in this. Yeah, and some of those were bad special effects, too. They were. Like, the 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 dreams. There were too many fucking dream sequences, too. Because that shit is cheap. Well, yeah, and I'm sorry if you liked Haunting in Connecticut. But, you know, like, the trailer versus the movie. I kind of... When the daughter... When Wendy turns around in that one vision and the face does the... Yeah, like, like when the thing comes out of the kid's mouth. Yeah, like, I'm it like, was fucking terrible. Yeah, and I was like, damn. But yeah, this had that to it. Like, but the it, ending scene of the movie compared to that. Uh, there was a movie I watched where like it was like a zombie baby that kept breastfeeding. It was like it it was drinking blood from the woman's boob. I wish I could remember this fucking what this movie was called. That right wasn't now. dead alive. No, <laughs> not dead alive. That wasn't in dead alive. I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, was it Dawn of the? No, not the mall. No, that was just no. the baby born zombie baby born. My bad. Nah, it wasn't it like a zombie baby. It was like drinking blood from her tit. That movie was called Grace. The one with the baby. Do you remember this I cover? I don't. No, I no. don't. That doesn't look familiar. Hold on. It was fucked up. 
but that made more of the point than this one did. This this one made too many points all at once. They felt contradicting. This, they could have gone steer harder in that one direction. More focus on this. Like, let's get there. Yeah, one lane. This movie swerved everywhere. And Gretchen Moult's character was, like, too cartoony for the movie. (laughs) You know, when she, like, shows up and she's like, you stole the magazine from the waiting room. Well, and this guy's a successful, one of the top five fertility doctors in the world, and she's fucking worried about a copy of it. Like, he didn't get, like, 50 of them? You know, like, 10? You didn't get some hand-me-outs or some keepsakes? Why would you put it in your waiting room? If that's the only one you got of the magazine you were waiting to be on the cover of. But if you're in the top five and he won that award five years in a row? Surely he's been on that magazine cover more than once. How many do they put out a year? Just such a weird. Was it her covering up that she was spying on her, or it didn't seem like? But then it the whole had thing any of motive. What was real? What wasn't real? Yeah, but why was stuff real and stuff wasn't real? I mean, she <laughs> she like Peter Pan floats away babies in this movie. So like some of it is for sure not real. Yeah, because then it snaps right back to her actually being like, hey, fuck you, this is on you. But it was weird, like, with the foreshadowing in the beginning of it, with the open window, with mm-hmm. the curtain billowing out, I was like, somebody gets pushed out a fucking window. Dude, there was like a pan out where the police lights and like a cop's head went in and out of focus at the beginning. I was like, I see what you're trying to do. But did they do that even? No. You know? I appreciate, though, that they tried to make this happen. I I like. I think so. I like the idea. It is a little dark, though, and it's one of those touchy things. You know, you're talking about fertility doctors, you know, like a woman's rights, basically a woman's body, even though it's this weird fictional horse, sci-fi, whatever it is. Um, you're touching on some stuff that's like, you know, real hot topic right now in the real world. It's a current movie, a 2022 or does it have a 23? I think it was 22. Oh, no. 21. 21. It was a 21. Yeah. But still current enough to where that's that's in the news right now. It's a big conversation. People are getting sensitive about shit again. And it's like, you know, women won't get into it. Yeah, because they, they wouldn't have been able to do selective reduction. Yeah, in a some selective states. reduction. Yeah. And I mean, I, w- I bet the. Do you think the tools were accurate? I don't know. That's, I don't know anything about any of that stuff. All I know is that this movie made my wife very uncomfortable and she didn't like it. Yeah. And it's just one of those touchy things that's like bringing a child into the world is a huge deal. And if. Even though this is like a fictional story, like I said, real life shit has happened that's very similar to this. So, I mean, that could be partial inspiration for where this came from. But, like, how fucked up could the situation get? It's hard to say. I am a huge Alyssa Nutting fan. I read her book, Tampa. It was like reverse Lolita. It was a elementary school teacher who was attracted to little boys. Oh, and like fuck. that, she wrote this book, and it was like funny and sympathetic and weird, and it was just such a weird read, and I really liked it. And then I watched Made for Love, and I didn't realize that it was a book. I wish I had read the book first. Mm. Made for Love is ridiculously good. Ray Romano's in it. <laughs> the classic jizz doctor switch up. This wasn't is powerful what stuff. I, it, I didn't it fucking. It's so fucking unoriginal that it like is, it was like some of the things they put in there that were like obvious, a, such a detriment to what I thought the movie was trying to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you can't make her seem like she's going crazy and make something bad actually happening to her and then never really let us know what happened other than like, did he really use his sperm? And then too many dream sequences made me be like, well, what's a dream and what's reality? Mm-hmm. Then why would you show me that it was a dream every time? Well, yeah. And why would you breastfeed a tiny dead baby? Yeah. 
So, you know, that is one of the, you know, like I'm saying, you want to go like hardcore horror. But maybe it conveyed something that I just don't have the ability know, to understand. That's like the said, really thing that, that kind of escapes me. The standpoint I mean, of like, you know, white male medicine being pushed upon women. Yeah. Over the last couple centuries. I was like, damn, that's a thought. That's an angle. You know what I mean? I hadn't necessarily, you know, you think about natural childbirth versus, you know, hospital with the. Oh, yeah. And the advances that the world has had in that sort of thing mm -hmm. are is a gory, fucked up, bloody trail of dead people. Well, you know, like, OK, for, we chose to do a natural birth, but then, you know, things happen and, you know, like you end up at the hospital and it's like, do you want fentanyl? What? <laughs> you know and you're what? like. I mean, under doctor's care, yes, please. But at the same time, like... Why not? Uh, so say, somebody offers you morphine at the hospital, you're going to say no? Well, I mean, there's things you... But, like, you know, if you're breastfeeding, you know what I mean? Like, after something like that, you know, chance, there's just a lot that goes into Like all I said, the, I can't understand because I don't have children. Well, yeah, but. and just all these all these thoughts, you know, there's a, there's a lot of thought that goes into these things. This, I don't... What is this listed as? On most websites? Like, or, you know... The movie? Yeah, like... Horror. Horror mystery thriller. Yeah. It's just a weird. It's a weird approach. It was very strange. It's, I thought it's a weird at approach. Times, like I thought maybe it was gonna start to be a comedy or yeah. something, and then it wasn't. It wasn't. It's flabbergasting. Yeah. Oh, the fucking the dream sequence of the rendezvous at the hotel. Yes, the gay Justin Thoreau 007. Yeah. It was a run by fruiting. <laughs> Definitely, dude, on the go. But then again, with the. He turns around and it does the, you know, to the face. So bad. Terrible. Like I said, I'm not upset I watched it. I'm not upset I watched it. It kept my attention. Neither am I. Would I recommend this one? Probably not. Fuck no, man. <laughs> no, this movie sucks. Dude. And I'm sorry, guys. I love them all. I love them all. I mean, that's what we're for. We, we will watch things no one else will watch. But I'm... this, honestly, honest to God, I... I kind of thought maybe this was going to be well, in the better than the other movies I picked to justify Hulu. And it's still like Worm is number one right yeah. now. I mean, yeah, Worm. I mean, okay, you want to compare last week's Worm to this? Yeah. Worm, worm trumps false positive to me, for sure. But I wouldn't say so far, off season and false positive are not here. <laughs> Nearby justifying paying $17 for Hulu. I liked off-season more than false positive. At least off, you know, off-season had its... It's I hard liked. to compare Worm to all these movies. Yeah, it's out there. It's not even in the same realm. But that's why we picked an array of different things. Yeah. In this one, like I said, I thought it might be a lifetime. Definitely not a lifetime movie. Bigger cast and budget. It did feel that way at the start. Maybe a little bit. I Yeah, I thought so here and there creepy ass nurse dude just always a creepy nurse Stefford wife looking nurse for real with man. her headset in the <laughs> operating room name change in case i need to take an appointment while we're cutting open your body or shoving things inside you oh how about when she fucking sticks that thing down her throat and then she pulls it out and she says like she's been working on her gag oh, reflex uh, was that real or not i've trained myself not to have a gag reflex. like there was too much like i don't know if this is real or not and um. it never really gets answered and so I don't know what point you were trying to make. And if somebody does know what point, like that there was just one overall thesis statement of this movie, mm -hmm. please, for the love of God, tell me. Because I don't know what it was. And I mean, she walks out in the waiting room. She's like, you're going to find a new doctor. And part of you is like, oh, that's sick. You know, nice. Good move. But then that's obviously got to be real, right? I think she definitely beat him up. But I don't even think it's worth necessarily sorting through all this mess okay and i mean while we're 
<laughs> what was the script like that got all these people on board? Yeah. Quick thing. What was the noise in the apartment that we kept hearing? Did they ever acknowledge the noise? I thought they were trying to make it out like somebody was bugging the apartment or they were monitoring her or something like that. But they didn't even convey that that was anything other than sometimes she'd hear the knocking and she'd go to the safe and eventually found papers. Dude, part of me when you know my mind wanders i was like is he doing something with the reductions he's like eating them no like growing them or something uh, in a safe is somewhere in the office maybe something in the office outside of the safe maybe the safe is like you open it and you push a button like well, that in batman where they pull the statue's head back <laughs> Dink. hit the button the damn mommy brain okay that group of friends that mom group that made me want to just, like, grind my teeth. Well, she went to it, and then, to be fair, she she only took one home with her. Well, okay, and let me go back to one of those whole things with, what is it, movies where, like, just the main, or just these super successful people. You know what I mean? Well, they're in Manhattan. Everyone kind of has to be. You're either successful or you're homeless. Well, that's what, but, I mean, their, their apartment is like the penthouse with the high-ass fucking two-story windows doctor but it's always these people what kind of doctor was he was that he was oh, a they surgeon said, right yeah she said it to the friends at the mommy table actually that's when she said what type, uh, i didn't put it in here though um reconstructive vaginal i think he did stuff like that you know what I, they, she said what it was at the at the table first meeting the mom because that's what got them like oh, ooh, oh ooh, sign me up but that i wasn't vibing with those moms i'm like shit you not my people and the real question is who straightened Alana Glazier's hair? I'm hoping she that was her. She I'm has hoping wonderful that, hair. Yeah, I love her what hair. What the fuck? I'm hoping that was her. Surely, yeah. look, she was an executive producer. Yeah, if she was trying something, that's cool. Yeah. No, Um, I'm assuming that was but her I, call. I like her hair the way it always is. Well, Kind of crazy. And... I didn't watch Broad City like- on You a, should. It's fucking No, great. I mean, I've seen episodes with people. You know- Everybody was watching Broad City at one time or another right there for a while. So I'd see episodes going over to people's house. It was cool. I loved it. I liked that movie the night before because, you know, we're big on Christmas. So we do all the Christmas movies. The night before was Seth Rogen, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Anthony Mackie. Did you ever see it? Yeah. She's the crazy one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I've only seen it once. Dude, I need she, to watch that one again. Yeah, dude. She's it's like, just it's hard to get those Christmas movies in, you know. Did you ever see the one that was like uh, very bad things with girls? And it was like Scarlett Johansson and Lana Glazier and uh, oh yeah yeah it was right here um uh, rough night rough night I fucking love that that was it so it was before we started doing doing the show it was uh when I had the list on the refrigerator that was one of mine on the list on the refrigerator oh did you ever watch it yeah oh it's it's fucking I made great. it it's like good. I, yeah it was good I love her to death I I know that she wrote this movie with the guy you know that they wrote the screenplay yeah but i don't know what happened in between where did it go i uh, yeah i'm confused about where this went astray or if they shot a lot of different plot threads and then did a really bad job because like i said, sewing them together i feel like i wanted to be more into it i wanted it to to reach me <laughs> i wanted to be like fuck yeah this movie was great it was yeah, crazy the problem that backs me into a corner is i don't even know how you would fix it you know, yeah, how you would make it better because it just it wandered so aimlessly off track. I think that I couldn't could I couldn't do it. I actually uh, felt like I was going to go to sleep at some point. Part of me makes me feel like I just missed one big thing, but I don't know how I could have. That is a good way to put it. But that's the thing is I don't think that one thing was there, <laughs> which sucks. Like cause... it's a movie you go through the whole movie thinking 
I must have just missed something. I got all sad talking about it. We man. haven't both really disliked a movie though in a while. Like where we were both like, yeah, this is not not so good. It's just, but you know, I mean, maybe but yeah, I, I'm not mad. I watched it or anything like that. Maybe that's why it sat in the queue. I mean, it was in the queue. It was just, it was down there. I mean, I, I knew it was a snake when I picked it up. <laughs> oh man, and Pierce brought Matador. Man, fuck. It was a run by fruiting. <laughs> Next time for the, our final Hulu chapter for now, anyway. Doesn't mean we're not going to do another movie from Hulu or anything like that, but of the ones we picked to justify it, After Midnight is a uh, indie horror movie. I had some other ones on the list that we could choose from, but honestly, two of them have been fucking taken down. What What was that? Burn. The one with... Uh, <gasps> no! Yeah, that one's not the on Hulu anymore. The gas station one? Yeah. Uh, I fucking knew it. I <laughs> it looked promising. I should have watched it. I talked to you about it a lot recently. Yeah, Josh Hutchinson and uh, Sookie Waterhouse. Something happened with my algorithm on certain apps. I was seeing clips from it. I was seeing different stuff. It and like once you watch a couple, it pushes it more. I saw. I was like, I want to give it a shot. Fuck it. Surely it went somewhere. I don't know. It's a five point something. So it might have gone to a freebie type thing. We won't know for a while. But yeah, that was the kind of alternate. But I think uh, of the ones we had seen, one looked a little closer to Worm. Uh, this one has some sort of involvement by Aaron Moorhead and uh, Moorhead oh, and Benson. and Abby. Oh, she was in the video store one. Bria Grant, yes, yes. is also in this movie. It's about a guy who may or may not be crazy. Yeah, so this is the sort of thing I would pick late at night. So I think that's up there with the uh, Justify hulu's use i'm gonna need more pierce brosnan so i might need to check out black adam gold he's gonna make it gold i guess you know it's after midnight quite often tequila sunrise, tequila sunrise. <laughs> is that after midnight <laughs> thanks everyone for joining us for the last video store clerks podcast be sure to leave a rating and subscribe you can find us on twitter at last clerks instagram at the last video store clerks and you can find scott at dispatches from the pit.com